Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. When Glim gets here, I'm sure she's going to be so proud of me because, I mean, clerics are, like, buddies with paladins? I'm sure there's some sort of overlap. I don't know. Let's read one of those books and see if we can figure it out. Look, ZZ, we need to make sure that you're on guard and you don't let anything or anyone by, okay? Captain, we are on top of it, Captain. Yes, Captain. Uh, sorry to rouse you from your... From your afternoon nap i wasn't napping i was i was guarding i was yeah napping. what are you what are you guarding uh the, the city yeah this you know. this year do you, do you guys know if there's any trouble i don't know about trouble we got a new mayor recently oh they nice he's a pretty he's a pretty chill dude can i talk to mayor baron Please. Do we let them in? They seem pretty chill. Yeah. We're not supposed to let people in. Okay, but you have to be the one to tell them no then. No. Maybe we did not explain the reason for us being here very well. Uh, we actually have a destiny to save the world. Whoa. Whoa. The world. We are going to come with you to see the Baron. Oh, and I'm oh. going to uh, place my axe down where I stand. I I'll put my shield down, except that it's very distinct that the shield has a smiley face that has been carved out with, like, a dagger. They'll never know you're gone. And you're here to stop the trouble. Well, I mean, I look around. I see no trouble. If it would be okay with you if we could maybe just hang out at night and, and do a little sleuthing ourselves. I feel like, as guards, we're obligated to assist you on this quest. I'm going to report back tomorrow when you report back with all the nothing you've seen. Well, that sounds really good. Yeah, okay, good. Aye, aye, Captain. Baron. Uh, Captain Baron. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. He, him, also with me today is Tom Laird. He, him, and I'm playing Moot, who also goes by he, him. And Amy Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, her, and I play Sullivan Slight, a lightfoot halfling rogue who goes um, with he, him. And joining us again today from the lovely podcast, The Broadswords, B Zelda. What's up, what's up? I'm they, them, and I'm joining you playing Z, the half-orc paladin, they, them. And Tracy Gibbons. Hey, I'm Tracy, uh, she, her, and today I'm going to be playing the half-orc barbarian Zed, who uses they, them pronouns. 
Thank you so much for joining us again this week. I'm so glad I didn't have to kill anybody off right away last <laughs> week. So exciting. Hey, you know where everyone survives is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. That's right. We're offering immortality over there. That's wow. Right. Come on. But wait, Highlander, there can only be one. Um, like today's, uh, no, you get an episode dedicated to you. That's what I was trying to talk about. Ah, it's a weird jump in my brain. I know. There can only be one patron or there can only, only no, one no, that's immortal? Not, that's, that's a there terrible slogan patrons. for Patreon. <laughs> yeah, there can be many if you, yeah, you want to be one. Many patrons, only one immortal. So we'll talk about that later. But today's patron, today's, here, is today's dedicated immortal patron. Ah. See, I because we're immortalizing them. Yeah. Took you like a long time to get there, but yeah. you got yeah. there. Uh, yeah. That's rough. Is Shosuro Ajo? Shosuro Ajo? That's the name. Hi, I love, I love it. it. Thanks, Shosuro. Thanks, Shosuro. Our patrons have the most awesome names. And now, fuck it, let's play. Uh, wow, they. Uh, uh, the sweaty armpit is much. Uh, it, it's a little different on the inside than I thought it would be from the sign outside. Yeah, it's more than just a tent, you know? It's like 15 tents combined. Into a mega tent, yeah. Sewn together, like just one long... It's it's impressive. Yeah, when it one rains, long tent. you get clean as well. It's like a double... It's a win-win, really. Zed will never come to the, to the smelly armpit when it's raining. No, I gotta stay, you know, gotta keep that base dirt layer on. Mm. Well, that's what protects the skin. Yep. yep. Uh, so, um... Would you like me to list off my, my top three favorite dishes? I really would. Okay, well, we have some ketchup soup, um, which has a little bit of basil. It's sprinkled on top. Uh, big fan. We have uh, all-dressed chip breadcrumbs that have been smushed on top of chicken. Um, and finally, there is this delectable dessert... Um, that has sweet gravy on top of these tiny potato sticks and a lot of cheese. That's for dessert, though. Like describing my poor childhood meal. <laughs> I heard ketchup soup and was just like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Carla too. Carla too would be like, ate that. <laughs> right up there with a piece of Wonder Bread wrapped around a hot dog. Totally. Oh, heck yes. Cheese whiz if you're lucky. Yes. <laughs> uh, Zed, what are your top three favorite dishes here? Um, I think my number one is stew, which is your. <laughs> it's written on the menu with a question mark because it doesn't fully constitute stew because you need to have like potatoes, vegetables, and meat, and every time it's missing one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> Changes the broth. Yeah, it's just kind of like you're rolling the dice on that one, aren't you? <laughs> a little yeah. bit of intrigue every time for dinner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like a good surprise. Most of the time, it's the vegetables that you lose, you know, which is okay. Um, I'm also fond of the uh, the you know seared elk with uh, mint reduction. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fancy. Sounds fucking good. We went from stew that is missing one we, of three we key went ingredients. From, no, no, we went from ketchup egg. soup and and all dress crumb chip chicken Wait, to seared elk is, with a mint reduction. Is Z ordering off the kids menu and Zed is ordering off the real menu? That's exactly what I was thinking. I thought there was a 
only one menu. <laughs> you just wanted the one that you could color on. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta turn it over. There's more on the other side. Can never get through that maze in one go, though. Never. <laughs> um, and then for dessert oh is the uh, strawberry cake with vanilla compote. I've seen you have that. It looks good. I like that. It's like a reverse of what you would normally see. Yeah. How they do it, we'll never know. How's Moot feeling about this food establishment? Moot is definitely leaning towards the adult menu over the kids menu, but he likes the sound of the crushed up chip chicken. Like he really is intrigued by that. What did Sully and Moot order? Did you take one of the suggestions or did you? Moot saw that they also had just cherry turnovers on the menu for dessert. So he just ordered like several servings of that. Hell yeah. Sully went off menu and wanted (laughs) (laughs) and what? Yeah. And wanted his seared elk steak to be crusted in the all dressed chips. Mind blowing. (laughs) You've changed Zed's life with that. My life and also the chef's life. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure because I mean, chefs love modifiers. You know, it really makes their day that much better. One of those better. secret menu I hacks. Think they like do. Yeah, in and out I think or... they do like that. <laughs> well, you got to be able to stretch those ingredients so they don't go bad, right? Because we're worried about all trust chips going bad. Yeah, that's a real concern. <laughs> Look, a bag has never lasted that long. I don't know if they go bad. It's true. Do they go bad in more than like a day? I'll never know. <laughs> I, so. I think with the amount of like saltiness that goes on to these specific chips, and I love salty things, but I just can't handle it. And the vinegar, I think those chips would last a long time. They are, they will last forever, yes. I think they would. Probably true. Uh, Welcome to our podcast and a podcast all about all dress chips. <laughs> chip chat. <laughs> Welcome chip chat. As the evening goes on, you enjoy your meals and you uh, regale each other with different stories of, of, of guarding and or adventuring. We just tell them about the other cities that we've been to. <laughs> Not even the adventures, just the fact that we've been there and seen them. <laughs> Mind blowing. We believe everything that you said, even if it's not true. We thought cities were just something that like merchants talked about, but like really merchants just kind of go back to their home and then like, come back here. The time has passed so quickly in all of this involved chatter of, of cities and food. You catch out of the corner of your eye in the window. It's, it's dark now. Like it's the sun has long set. And in fact, most of the people in the tavern not that there were a huge number to begin with, but they have all left too. And there's just the one barkeep. Uh, she's standing, just cleaning up, looking over kind of to her imaginary watch. And like, uh, can I? Oh, no. Baron was taking care of it. Right. I can't even move you along oh, but, with the bill. Oh, but we can leave. Oh. Yeah. No, we don't want to take up. Can I have a beer to go? Please. Sure. Oh, yeah. Do you have go go cups? Yeah. Well, we have mugs. I mean, we got to bring them back. Yeah. I can keep yours. I know where Z and Z work. I'll find the mugs. It's okay. She pours uh, four ales and uh, brings them over to you. And so so what, what are you four up to tonight? Looking for trouble? Was that what it was, Sullivan? Looking for the night uh, screams. Yeah. 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 Because we're not oh. we're not looking for trouble because I think that gives a wrong impression of what we're trying to do because uh, we're like anti-trouble. Yeah. Not the colloquial looking for trouble, but we're right. actively searching to find the source of the trouble. Oh, some sort of uh, trouble stoppers. Yeah, we want to know where all that whaling's coming from. And I'm not talking about what's coming from probably Maggie's tent, if you know what I mean. Yeah, don't swing by Maggie's tent. 
Oh, she nasty. Uh, if you if she's mentioned it, watch yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she has, and she gave me some ice. Okay, okay, now. She changed my diapers. I don't want to hear this. Zed, cover my ears. I do. She changed everybody's diapers. How old is Maggie? You can't put an age on, on a woman like that. Yeah, yeah, age can't hold her down. Don't put no. her in that box. No, you yeah, can't. I wouldn't dare. Uh, so what, what time does screaming start? <laughs> <laughs> and who's ten? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just like you know, you know. Uh, it sounds like somebody's turning into a ghost, or an elephant stepping on a mouse, or the Smiths doing their taxes, or uh, if Zed would like to offer up this information, it could also be the Night Hunters. <laughs> Or the uh, Bisley Crares? Mm, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what time it starts. But uh, you, if you're going to go, uh, you should probably go now. Okay, then. Thank you for your service. Thanks for the to-go flagons. Uh, of course, I'll, I'll come pick them up at the, at the front gate there tomorrow. There's something about leaving a bar and going out into the crisp night air, and it's dark, but you went into the bar when it was light outside. <laughs> Do you remember going to bars? I, I kind of miss that, and I hate bars. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not my favorite either, but like it sounds real good right yeah, now. Yeah, it does. You step out of the sweaty armpit. The city before you is not the same as when you went in. Because it's darker. Because we're drunk. Yes and yes. <laughs> Full of um, turnovers. Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it, B. As the last of you leave, you hear the door quickly shut and then lock. That, don't don't you mean zip? It was a tent. (laughs) You hear the door quickly. (laughs) I forgot we were in a tent. She really did mean last call, hey? Yeah, that's normal. Nothing to be worried about. You turn and you uh, begin to figure out which way you're going to go. But where you saw tents and small houses before, you see high-walled buildings built tightly together that stretch high into the sky. And the light of the moon barely crests over. It's difficult to see. There are deep shadows that fill the cracks and crevices before you. And those shadows appear to move and follow you. Ahead, where there was a clear path, you now see five long streets that seemingly extend as far as the eye can see, where you only see darkness at the end. How long were we in there for? Uh, I don't know. Zed never really taught me how to read the time. Yeah, time's a little funny in the sweaty armpit, you know? Is this is this what it always looks like at night? Yeah, I want to retract that because I don't think however long you spend in a place changes the physical world outside of that place. So I want that was you know what that was the that was the ale talking. Uh, maybe shouldn't have had a couple because you know we're investigating and stuff. But you know, new city, new friends. Uh, you, I'm not going to make excuses for myself. I mean, drinking on the job is a requirement. So we're doing our job. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So does it look like this at night? A lot? Zed, I think what? This doesn't quite feel right. No, this is, uh... I mean, we've seen some weird shit, but this is, like, weirder shit. These buildings, they're so high. 
Yeah, real tall tents. Oh, I don't even think these are tents. Zed, I think these are like made of stone and stuff. A crack of energy is heard and rings out, and a high-pitched whine rings out on the air that rushes towards you and blasts you backwards. Make a dexterity saving throw, everybody. Uh, oh, that's okay. Well, that's not the best. Uh, 13. Uh, natural one. Oh. Hey. 12 for me. I got a 19. Z, Moot, and Sully. You, you're pushed backwards. Z, you managed to stand, stand, you keep your ground. You're not knocked back. But Moot and Sully, you're knocked back and into a, a, a brick wall that certainly wasn't there before because you just turned and left a tent. Zed, you are blown back so hard. You hit the back of your head and you take three bludgeoning damage. No. And are stunned for one minute. Whoa, Zed, you okay? Uh, sibling, that was metal. Was it? Did it look cool? It looked really cool. It look looked at the bump really on cool. Your head. Oh, yeah, that right was on. super cool. What was that? Oh yeah, we should. What was that? Angry wind. Is that a thing here? Do you have angry wind that throws people around? Uh, not that I remember. I mean, this whole place seems a little bit weird. I don't know. Am I too drunk? How many fingers am I holding up? Four. Okay, I mean, you never taught me how to count, so that seems right. <laughs> All right, I'm not dreaming then. Uh, no, I think our, our, our environment seems to be changing, and um, I, I don't think that just happens on its own. I think someone's got to do that. Hey, uh, come out here and, and fight like a, you know, like per- person thing that's fightable. You hear flapping of wings. And a low moaning wail coming from overhead and behind you in direction. Is is that the screaming? Or is it the owl that the mayor baron mentioned? Oh, Moot, come on. That owl was bullshit. Oh. oh. I, I, I thought the owl was real, but... Yeah. Uh... I, I just don't think that your baron mayor is very trustworthy. Really? A man who's been trying to grow a mustache for the four months that I've known him, I think is very trustworthy. But but if he was trustworthy, wouldn't he have already grown that mustache for you, Ooh. Z? Sully Whoa. raises a good point. Overhead in the dim night sky, you see huge wingspan coast out over this large wall that you've backed into and some of you have hit your head into and it looks like you can see two figures in what looks like large like claws um, as it soars overhead and then it moves towards these um, these the five different streets and almost like flickers in your vision like between them quickly everybody make a perception check I am killing it with these rolls. 10. 11. 14. 19. Look at that! Drunk Z is on their game. (laughs) (laughs) Moot, Zed, and Sully, you, like, the, the sight of this thing flickers for you, and you can't tell which one it's gone down. In fact, you each see different ones. Sully, you see it go to the far right. Moot, you see it go straight down the middle. Zed, you see it go... Uh, one left of center, um, but B, you see it go down just right of center. I'm just going to start walking in that direction. Come on, Zed. 
No coming. Oh, I, I think it's off to the right here. I think you're just one... You're just one to the left. I think it's this one. Nothing gets by Drunk Z. Yeah, trust me, I've hung out with Drunk Z a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, every night, but yeah. I well, mean, if if Drunk Z says that's that's what we gotta do. Well, well, you know what? It looks like they're all going in the same direction anyway. Uh, let, let's go. Okay, before we go, though, I'm feeling like I'm really lacking a shield, so I'm gonna use a spell slot to cast Shield of Faith, which just kind of, uh, gives me a plus two bonus to my AC. It, it really just looks like Sandy the Shield, but much cooler. It's uh, Syndra the Shield. You follow Z's drunk direction, and you begin walking down this long passageway, this long street ahead of you. Um, there are no real separation of buildings. Like, they all kind of just are built together. Like, it's a smooth um, wall in each... Like every 20 feet or so, there's a doorway and it's recessed. There's no physical door to it, but deep shadow that extends in each of these doorways as you walk past. Does anybody feel like the shadows are following us? I, I do kind of feel like we are being watched. Like definitely I know your have own shadow feeling. follows you. Oh, sorry, Moot, what was that? Oh, I was just definitely have that feeling. Okay, I do, I do want to make it known that most of the time your own shadow does follow you, but... Those ones seem a little different. Just most at the time? Yeah, if you close your eyes, it's not there. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, ha- ha- have you seen any any animals like that before? And what was it holding? It was really big. Was it holding people? Couldn't quite tell. Do you have a bird snatching people? Zed, are people going missing? Uh... I, nobody that I know, but I mean, I only really know you, so. Yeah, I just know you and Maggie. Yeah, I know I know the Baron. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You said that this place, people used to be happier, right? Oh, yeah, so much happier. Yeah, way happier. Uh, and then people started being not happy. Yeah. Yeah. And people started walking into you. Yeah. yeah. I'm theorizing right now that there's, here, here it is, there's a big bird. That's coming in and snatching happy people and then taking them somewhere and and sucking the happiness out of them, making them scream and then bringing them back, dropping them off to live their sad, unhappy lives, bumping into people and 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 being unhappy. That's very logical. Wow. Why? What what does the happiness do that they take from them? Well, I don't know. Doesn't everyone want to be more happy? I know I do. Do you think they harvest it? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Zed. Z. Are you not happy? Are you not happy with me? No, no, I'm just saying, like, don't you ever (laughs) think to yourself, see, that, like, you're happy, but you could be happier, you know? No, I'm happy every day I wake up and I, I find you falling on top of the tent. We just learned there are other cities out there. There's, like, more to life than we thought there was. Yeah, I'm going to have to sit down and think about that one. Yeah, me too. Oh, no, not here. Not here. No, Z, let's just keep going. You can sit down on it later. Okay, okay. I'll I'll, I'll put that thought behind my brain because I can't really focus on two things at once. The four of you carry on down this 
has passed away. And it seems to go on for a long time. After this conversation, like you're just walking and the echoing sounds of your footsteps are just bouncing off of the walls. Every once in a while, you think you catch like a glint of light uh, past one of these doorways. Uh, but if you just if you look closer, it quickly fades and is gone. It takes several minutes before you reach the end of this long corridor, and it appears like just like a dark black void at the end once you get there. Like just a wall of blackness? Not a wall, but like it just like the walls fade out and like blend into this darkness. Should I throw my shoe in there? Yeah. Okay. I throw my shoe. You throw your shoe, and when that when that big f- creature flew overhead and went down one of the paths, you see that same flicker effect. Like you see, like almost like the the image transforms back to the place at the beginning of the tent. You see um, a darkly illuminated um, castle, the the town hall where the Baron. Uh, resides. You see um, the tavern itself. You see um, Sandy and uh, Axelina sitting at the front gate and then it fades back to black. That was that was home. That was our home, Zed. Whoa. Are you homesick? Yeah. How about you? Uh, I guess this is the farthest I've ever been away from home. Uh, Moot, where are we? You're well-traveled. You probably know this location, then. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, Sully, Sully, what do you you think? Does this look familiar? Oh, we're definitely in an alternate dimension placed inside, like a little pocket dimension placed inside your city. Uh... That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because 40% of the time, pocket dimensions happen, like, every time in a city. Whoa. That's just math. Yeah. Maybe I should use my arcana to see if there's anything I can figure out here. If it's, if is it all magical? Am I just the one that's magical? Yeah, roll it. Is there magic in everything? This is intense, sibling. Yeah, I'm going to get in on this arcana roll. 13? You know what? Me too, even though I'm real bad at it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You never know what you're going to hit, right? <laughs> you never know. Oh, I rolled a two, you guys. Nine. Fifteen. Ooh, Moot got the highest. Sully lives here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, checks out. Moot and Z, yeah, you definitely get a sense that there's some there's some illusory effect. Like Sully's on to something with what what he's saying, and like the flashing between places, like you don't feel like you're there, but like it it's an image flashing. Perhaps it's trying to distract. Like that's kind of the feel that uh, Z and Moot get. Moot, do you feel like this is a really good distraction? Something's going on, and I'm not entirely sure what it is. I dabble a little bit in the magics, but this is this isn't like anything I've ever seen before. Okay, I don't. I mean, I dabble in God magic in the sense that, like, my God lets me do some stuff. You know, God lowercase G, but. I don't really know what to do with this either. Should I just poke my head through? Oh, okay. I'll look away, though, just in case. Do I need to hit something with my axe? Keep your axe out. Okay, done. And I I have my axe out. I'd like to somehow stealthily poke my head through this illusion. (laughs) Okay, you're trying to move forward. I Uh, may die. Z, you're you're looking back down the way you came. Yep. Uh, And Zed, you have your axe out and moot. 
You're just being moot. <laughs> Rocket. So, Sully, you, you're just trying to, like, walk forward until something changes, essentially, yes? Yeah, pretty much. You walk forward, and then... Um, so Zed and Moot, you would see as Sully walks forward, you see kind of this, that flickering effect again. But you're not it's not landing on any one particular location. Sully, you don't see it as you're walking in until you get to a point where it starts to the darkness starts to open up and it's opening onto the castle. Like you see it clearly like this is you're opening and you come around to the corner and there's the castle now. You see this large beast uh, that you were following up in the sky and it's landing down behind the castle. Z, you turn around and as Sully's walking forward, you hear like slow dragging footsteps. You don't see them. It's gotten darker and you hear just these like slow, like one foot off to the side and then it hits and then there's another step and then they start to multiply. There's more of them coming down towards you. Oh, gosh. I have two things that I want to do. I want to break my concentration and cast my protection of good and evil, but I also really want that extra AC. <laughs> oh, I hate playing casters. <laughs> hey. Hey, everybody. There's, like, the castle's, like, right here, and the bird landed in the backyard. I have command. Okay. Um, the only thing is I can't quite see them. So I want to start walking in that direction, looking to see what I can. You want to, you, so you're walking towards the sound. Yep. Roger that. I haven't said anything to anybody else. Yeah, just walking away fine. with my one shoe, one, one shoe off. Just one shoe. Do I, do I find Z's shoe? Uh, you see Z's shoe. Oh, yeah. okay. I pick it up. Oh, thanks. Zed and Moot, you hear softly Z walking off. <coughs> <coughs> I assume you have heavy boots. Uh, I think so. Um, but also, like, mixed in with this this dragging foot sound. And it's nighttime, right, Ross? Uh, yes. All yeah, right. It appears to be night, like, where Sully is, where you are. It's night all in general. Uh, I'm going to take out a torch, and I'm going to cast my light spell on it just to just to give us some more light in this situation. See if we can see what's making that noise. You're casting magic? I am casting magic. Oh, no. Uh, but I rolled a 15, so it should be, should be all right on that all wild right. magic no surge. wild magic. Fine. <sighs> Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Your light spell goes off, and it's almost like this light spell hits this wall, and then the wall disperses, and ahead of you, you see this, this corridor filled with undead like five feet in front of you is there a good so I, I can command up to 60 feet sure okay I just want to command them up <clears throat> approach come here please that was two natural ones in a row so, oh yeah five five of them right. snap to attention and just hop on over well hello uh so what brings you five here uh Okay, I think there's a language barrier. Um, I'm going to turn behind me. Does anybody speak? Uh, I'm going to turn back to them. I I'm sorry, could you tell me what language you speak, but in common? I was longer than the last one. Okay, uh, does anybody speak? Is that giant? It sounds kind of giant. 
And uh, I want to say in giant, uh, hey, uh, what's up? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> huh. And from behind you, yell, Hey, Z, I found your shoe! Oh, that's excellent. I can stop walking around with my shoe on. Thank you. I, I made some friends while you were away. Moot, would you like to come and meet them? Uh, the greater horde has now caught up to uh, the five that got snappy. Unless you do anything, I'm going to make a dexterity saving throw, Z. Uh, uh, I'll make that dex save. <laughs> Right. He's trying to have a conversation. <laughs> I got a 12. Two of them reach out and try and grab you and like slip off of your arms as you take a step back um, as they now overtake the five that you had commanded. Hey now, we were having a conversation. That wasn't very polite. What did you tell them, Zed? You gotta make sure that your dialect with giant speak is like the right one, otherwise you might have said something rude. Oh yeah, what's up and go fuck yourself sound very similar in giant. <laughs> <laughs> no, you mix them up all the time. Alright, I don't want to, they, I think they want to hug us, but uh... Hug them then! You know, M Maggie never really gave us hugs growing up, so <laughs> I'm not really a big fan of them. Push them then! Yeah, is that like, I mean... Maggie never punched us, so... No, but... Is that, like, the prop... You know, if you really don't want a hug, just give him a punch. Oh. Set your boundaries, Z. Okay. Unarmed strike. Can I see <laughs> any of this going on from where Everything. I am? Everything! What are you two doing? I'm, I, I'm, I'm watching in astonishment as Z's just trying to communicate and Zombies just... Zombies get closer and then they back up. I'm making the sign of, like... Get away from the undead, but nope, no one's... <laughs> um, 23 to hit. Putting in some firm boundaries. Yep, that'll hit it. Um, well, that's a three plus four. Seven. Okay, tell me how you kill this zombie. Oh. <laughs> your bare hands. I'm trying to establish boundaries. <laughs> and if you keep trying to grab at me like that, this makes my job very difficult. Now, please. And I'm just going to punch, like, the center of the mass. Um, but again, I think I'm wearing a lot of armor. So, like, I got all, like, the pointy stuff on my, on my, um, hands. And it's just, like, a classic, like, jab to the center of them. Yeah, no, it, it, it collapses the chest and, and they fall to the ground. And then everything almost stops for a moment. And then the moaning gets louder, and they seem to pick up intensity and pace towards you. Uh, hey, I think everybody should probably just run back here, because look, the, there's a castle we could hide in. I mean, seek refuge. I mean, find the big bird. Like, I like your line of thinking. That's a pretty good idea, I think. Maybe we should go. Do we know, though, Zed, do these zombies sound like, uh, uh, the, the smiths doing taxes? No, that's, like, way more agonized. Do you think it sounds maybe like, um, a uh, busily grare? No, that sounds more like badass. Okay. <laughs> it's the middle! Whoa. Wow, It's a big like showstopper this. because it's a big was. day. It's a huge day. So big. Hey, did y'all hear? Our voices 300,000 times? You did! Yeah, you did! <laughs> you did! Maybe not you individually, Pro probably not, but the but collective you of listeners. 
you contributed to the problem. <laughs> that, you having, you've encouraged these shenanigans. First off, how dare you? Yeah, geez, don't encourage us. We don't deserve that. But hey, we made it to 300,000 downloads. What does that mean? People listen to us all over the place and a lot. And that's completely overwhelming and wonderful. That's a crazy number. Yeah, it's... It's so much. It just seems like yesterday that we were like, guys, we hit 100 downloads and it wasn't just Russ. I know. We pulled all of our friends and family and it wasn't just them. Yeah, because we all just figured it was Russ. I pulled all my friends and family and it definitely wasn't them. Yeah, no. My dad tried once and he said, "Mm, it's just not for me. My brother tried and he said, I don't get it. And I was like, you're only five years older than me. That's fair. Get a sense of humor. Am I right? Right. Right. Yeah. Carla's entire family supports us on Patreon. (laughs) Right? Thank you, Carla's family. And also all of you for listening and bumping us up to that really enormous number. It's so crazy, and we love you, and thank you, because Jeepers Creepers. That's just wild. And where did you get them peepers? (laughs) Probably somewhere dark, because it's the darkest time. Oh, no. Or is it? We don't know when we're releasing this. Who knows? It's the darkest timeline somewhere. Isn't that um, the same? That's horrible. Yeah, that's yeah. a silver lining, Carla. Nice. <laughs> Somewhere people are losing their minds. Somewhere. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, let's bring it back up. Thank you so much for listening to us 300,000 times. Yes, you. You specifically. But we just want to say thank you. And that's all we got. So we're going to get you back to the episode uh, with our eternal praises and tell you that we love you. And we'll see you all next week. No, we'll see you in like 30 seconds because we'll be back to the show I don't know how okay, this bye. works okay bye we love you bye <laughs> we've done this how many times Zed and Z make a perception check as you're turning and, and leaving casually <laughs> 14 5 okay 14 um, you you do a scan of the crowd and some of the faces of these undead seem familiar to you one of them does look like one of the Smiths. <gasps> See, it is the Smiths doing their taxes. What do you mean, Sad? Look it, it's Griselda Smith. Are they really doing taxes in there, though? I don't know, but they're looking pretty undead. Yeah, 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 we should really get back to, to Sully. Yep. I'm uh, <laughs> feeling a little uncomfortable now. Bye, Smith. Sully's standing at the edge like... Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> come in. Just got to move kind of slow. Everybody rushes out at their own pace. You bound up to the castle out of what looks like just uh, one of the regular streets. Even Not even the streets because it, it, there's an extra gate uh, that went into the castle. They're just filing into this front area of uh, of the castle where you had previously parked Rolf. Who you parked somewhere else, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah, definitely, because yeah. we had to take him to go to the tavern. Yeah. We're just going to leave our donkey Horse. in the driveway oh. of the Bear Marins. Animals are safe. It's fine. I'm just asking. You're going up the entrance. You're going behind the building. What's Where are you going? I think behind the building, because that's where Sully saw the bird go. Okay. So he's maybe running ahead, being like, Come on, everyone, this way. You rush around the building, uh, everybody else following behind you. Sully, you're first to see it. Um, but as everybody else comes around the corner, you also see there's another building that previously, uh, Z and Zed, 
Like you had no knowledge of this extra building back there. And it's uh, illuminated, like there's this pathway illuminated by torches. You see this big winged creature um, like standing up behind it. Like you see the head of this creature up and behind this building, shadowed, lit uh, by the moonlight. Um, and then there are, there's like a door slightly cracked open and there you see just a thin light, like flickering firelight coming from inside this building. Do I recognize this creature? You can roll nature? Nature? Nature's probably good. Nature with a question mark. Creature. How about an eight? Uh, no, you don't recognize this creature. It doesn't look of this world, I guess you could say. Nothing that you you have seen in the natural nature in your travels. Hmm. Well, that building's new. Like this is a new, like someone just put this building up or you've never been back here? Zed, have we been back here before? Maybe when we were drunk. I definitely haven't seen this building. What about that garden? Have you thrown up in that garden? You know, it's all gardens blurred together under vomit. Okay, well, uh, friends, I can't comfortably lead you into the building knowing everything is going to be safe and okay. Uh, plus there's that really scary bird up top. Uh, but I want to let you know that I, I'm here to, Zed and I, we're here to do our guardly duties. Yep. Cool. Uh, is there someone that you need to alert in terms of a zombie attack? This is seeable turn to Zed. Never happened before. Maybe we should talk to Chief Benson? Like, Is there a guard that lives on the property? Well, that's X. Because is this maybe a guard house? Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, so you're saying we should just go barge in that door that, that, that it's slightly ajar? Well, I mean it's slightly ajar. It's basically a welcome, isn't it? Well, an invitation, at least. Okay, let's just hope the bird doesn't try to claw at us as we uh, get on closer. Okay, uh, you are stealthily moving towards it. You are just moving stealthily. towards it. Stealth, it's the only good thing I do. Uh, that and steal stuff. Everybody has to make a choice. I'm at disadvantage for stealth, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> you? That's what you no. get for wearing armor. <laughs> and so many shields. Oh, no. Can I? I can do something to help with that. You can help. Maybe you can hold their armor steady as they walk <laughs> forward. Yeah, I'll be like a human or halfling elastic band to keep them, to keep them from jangling. It's perfect. I got a three total. Wear me like a belt. <laughs> Just wrap yourself around me. Hold it all together. I had an 18, Russ. I also rolled an 18. Oh, geez, an eight. All right, you guys distract them. We're going to go in quietly. I don't know what quiet is. Moot and Sully, uh, you realize, Sully, you realize that the belt situation is not working and you zip forward with Moot. Zed and Z, you uh, more, more um, uh, clangily yep. um, carry forward, but no one seems to come out of the building. Um, but it, by the time you reach the door, you hear the moaning of the undead um, following you around this castle. You peer in and there are torches lit all around this room. You see a dark robed figure standing up at a pedestal of sorts. There are two human figures crouched down before this robed figure. There's this illuminated light between them. Um, it's not a torch, almost floating in front of them. And behind this figure, is like this wavy black and purple. It looks almost fluid. The wall itself is like this 
undulating black and purple fluid behind that takes up almost the entire wall. Russ, do these robes look familiar to us at all? Maybe someone we met earlier that night in an office? Perhaps they are dark um, brown robes? Ro- uh, the, the colors themselves aren't a match, um, but roll perception to see if you can tell if it's like same body stance or stature. Fuck you. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, one. What was it? <laughs> Does what? It even... You've been you've been killing it on those tonight, Tracy. The <laughs> secret of gaming with me is I roll really poorly all the time. You're an Amy. <laughs> yeah. What do we got there? I want to show and you my I twenty, but together. it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we believe you. That's really the yin and yang. Yay! We've achieved balance. Yeah. <laughs> well, where's your twenty, Tom? Oh, I added like a sixteen. So Z immediately you recognize it as Mayor Baron. <laughs> Um, everybody else, uh, there's some that just don't get it. I won't point fingers. Um, but some that just don't get that connection. Others, it takes a minute. But you get it instantly as soon as you see this figure standing up at this pedestal. I think he smells a certain way. Whatever. Um, the, the It's the sandalwood. It's the mustache wash. I was going to say it was sandalwoody. <laughs> whatever he puts in his... It's whatever he's been using on his face all the time to try and grow his facial hair, you know? Yeah. Uh... uh Mayor Baron? I smelled you a mile away. I didn't think I'd see you here. What's up? Whoa, it's the Marin? Yeah. Wow, that was really good of you, Zed. Whoa. Picked up on Sully's portmanteau like that. You see the figure look up and, like, startled, like, gather up a book that's on the pedestal. What you reading, brother? He turns and he says, I, 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 no, 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 you, you, you can't, you, you can't stop. No. And he turns and begins to move towards the black and purple wall. I want to throw something at him. Throw it. You got a a boot still? No. Yeah. But. (laughs) You got a boot still? I am. I'm going to throw the boot. I've just been hanging on to it. There's been no good time to stop and put a shoe on. Let's face it. Mm -hmm. I want to huck a boot. Roll a ranged attack. Oh, it was over 10. It was an 11. Plus 7. Yeah. 18. 18 for boot? Take my boot. It's not even mine. Okay, Take Z's boot. Well, that looks familiar. <laughs> boot flies through the air. Time slows down. The boot hits the back of Mayor Baron Jacek. His arms go wide as it connects like center with his spine, and the book goes flying. And he turns and looks, and like his hood comes off, and you see his panicked, poorly mustached face. And he looks at the two people... And he turns and leaves the book and jumps through the wall, which waves out and then sucks up. And then you hear this loud, not explosion, but that same crack of energy you heard when you left the tavern. And the wall goes back to a brick wall. And the two people sitting in the center of the room kind of like shake their heads and look around. And they're concerned, like they don't recognize where they are. You two recognize them as... Betty and Gareth, obviously. Mm-hmm. We see them at the bar all the time. Two characters we haven't met yet. Makes sense to introduce them in the last seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we gave you a lot of NPCs to work with. Um, they're like, what, 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 what's happening? Where, where are we? Uh, I was hoping you could tell us that. Well, we were sleeping and then we woke up here. Well, I think this is the, the Mayor Baron Shed. Yeah. Oh, the mayoral shed. Yeah, like a man cave, right? 
Mm-hmm. Moot, you want to grab that book down there? I know you love books. Yeah, I'm going to stroll on over and grab that book, Russ. It has runes all over the outside. It's a, a leather book, and it's like the spine is, there's runes filling it top to bottom. It looks very important. Does it look orcusy? Uh, you open it up and it's filled with passages, um, all of which you can't read because you can't read. Well, you can't read either? At all? We're just learning this about Moot. Yeah, you uh, you can't read the specific language. <laughs> I write down a lot of things, but I can't actually read it. It's all pictures. You're looking at the book and you listen for a moment and the sound has died down considerably outside. Is there is there a window in this place? Mm, did I say there was a window? No, I just said the light came from the door. I just want to like pop my head out really quick to see if there's still a giant bird behind this building. So you go out the door um, and you immediately don't see any of the undead anymore. And the bird is gone as well. We we did it? Wow, go us. Yeah. Can I share with you my theory? It just came to me right yeah. now. Oh, absolutely. Ooh, yes, please. I think that Mayor Baron is also a bird. That's why he chose the name Baron, because I'm sure Barons have something to do with birds. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know about all those, those zombies, though. Other than the fact that... Um, our friend was in there, uh, one of the smooths. Are they also birds? I think they're just dead. Oh, that was a that good sucks. thought, though. That was good, Zed. What about you, Sully? Moot, any theories? I think we're all sharing them. What, what, what if, what if Mayor Baron was controlling the big bird and it would bring him happy people, then then he would suck uh, the energy out of them, turning them into zombies, all to help make his mustache grow? Yeah. Okay. 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 I like this theory. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to circle back to Z's ghostification theory. I think that's a little more along the lines of what was happening here. We've all got really good ones. Zed, did you have any you want to share? I don't know. I'm just so like, this was a night. Like, I need a drink before my mind explodes. Are we still holding our mugs? <laughs> I was just wondering. Yeah, that do we actually. still have our travel mugs? <laughs> you do. Yeah, I mean, nobody said they dropped it. No, so. the whole time. Watching the zombies approach, just like taking a sip, wondering, <laughs> are they going to run? I'm going to hand my travel mug over to Zed. And I actually just remember, like, you pass it to me, and I remember that I actually had one in my left hand the whole time, and I'm like, whoa! And I have two travel mugs, and I take alternating sips from the two mugs. Thanks, Moot. No problem. No problem at all. Um, I guess we should take these people home and... Well, they know the way home. We should probably go talk to the Mayor Baron. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, you you guys should probably get out of here so that your souls don't get eaten. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't... Wait, what? We think their souls are getting eaten? Oh, shit. Well, you said horrible screaming. I can only assume that's a scream someone makes when when they get uh, turned into a, a zombie... Uh, but then they're they're just a shell of a person walking wow. around the town. Hold on, new idea. Is everybody in the town a zombie and I just didn't notice? Are you a zombie? Am I a zombie? Oh gosh, somebody pinch me. I pinch you. Well, I don't think zombies can ask the question, am I a zombie? Okay, well, I felt that pinch. Oh, zombies don't have self-aware. Okay, I'm getting off track. We should go see the Mayor Baron. Oh, okay. Uh, you two all right? I think... I think there's a lot of talk of zombies and and bird people and go ghosts. I don't know. Uh, Sully hands his probably like 
two thirds empty <laughs> go mug to them, and it's like, ah, this might help. It'll get you started anyway, and ushers them out the door. Okay, th- th- thank you, Zed and Z, and 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 you, you two. They hazily walk off back around the castle. Okay, let's go get the Baron. And then Sully does like the hand and fist. Real aggressive. Where are you going to get the Baron? Back into the castle. He jumped through the portal thing, though. Doesn't he have to still run the city? Yeah, wouldn't he be there tomorrow morning? That's what I assume. I assumed. mean, if he is, that's very impressive. But I got the feeling he was bailing completely. <laughs> He's a job that makes too. more <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> uh, so you go sit out in Baron uh, Mayor Baron's office. Mm-hmm. And you wait there until the next day, and nobody shows up. Well, no, that's not true. Uh, Ma- does Mag- Maggie show up? Mag shows up the next morning and looks in the door. Whoa, 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 what are you four doing here? Still? Hey, Maggie. Hey, uh, Maggie. I found this note. On the Mayor Baron's desk that said if he disappears, he wants Z and Zed to be the new mayor. Wait, what? Uh, let me let, let me let me see. He's, uh, let me see. Moot, did you happen to have me write this by any chance? <laughs> Somebody who wrote it make a deception check. Yes, I we, we definitely had Sully write it. Well, because I have a forgery kit. Oh. Okay, so you get you get advantage. I was questioning whether Moot could actually read or write. <laughs> uh-huh, he can. Uh, that's well. That's an eighteen plus. What was it? Deception. Deception. Twenty-two, or a twenty-three. I mean, I'd say go for the twenty-three. Really pulling it out at the end here. She looks at it and like raises one eyebrow over the note and says, "Well, this the the seal of approval is here." I guess if he doesn't show up by noon. Unorthodox, for sure. Yeah. But definitely on the up and up. All right. Well, I mean, they were a write-in ballot. So, <laughs> I mean, this is still leg- this is still legit. And Mayor Baron doesn't show up by noon. And quickly, quickly put into office Zed and Z. We fade out on their, their processional arrangement. They've got sashes. Oh, yeah. Like huge... Lavish sashes. Do you have your axes like stapled to the sashes so it's just like a sash of axes as well? Yes. Oh, they're like like in like loops. Yeah, exactly. They're in like loops. Kind of a little bit like like Chewie's sash, but with axes. Sure, the bandolier, yeah. 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 And as you're riding in the back of of Mooton Sully's carriage with Rolf pulling you through the streets, everyone has come out. But something you notice is that although everyone is out, two thirds of the town is missing.
Dungeons and Dragons Season 2, Episode 77, A Homesick Feeling. Yeah, that was starring Amy Moore as Sullivan Slight, Tom Laird as Moot, and me, Russ Moore, as your Dungeon Master. We had special guests Tracy Gibbons as Zed and B. Zelda as Z. You can find them both and listen to them on The Broadswords. You can find that at thebroadswords.com. Editing, production, and sound design was by me, Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound and BoomLibrary.com. Want to send out a huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Mark Hartless, Stevie, Catwater Flame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Aaron Stevens, and Ray Serbeck. If you're able to and wish to support Dungeons and & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast, bonus episodes, and a whole lot more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Just want to say thank you so much for listening. You have a great week, and we're going to talk again real soon. Russ right now is thinking of a recipe he could put in the air fryer. <laughs> Covered ah, chips and all dressed chicken. chicken. I mean, totally sounds bomb. Cooked. Egg wash to get it to, to stick. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, isn't, it just, isn't it just a savory panko? Dinner essentially yeah. night, baby. I got all dressed chips. Here we go. <laughs> Should never not have all dressed chips. Oh, I can't with the all dressed chip. Is it vinegary? Is it mm-hmm. ketchup? Is it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's all of those. Onion, uh-huh. garlic. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's there. It's, so ma- it's like a Dr. Pepper. There's 23 flavors. You can't pick out just the one. Oh, no. I love Dr. Pepper. See, I don't like Dr. Pepper, but I will live and die for all dress chips. Mm, outnumbered. Finally, finally. I'm not Canadian enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang. This is where Russ can't read his writing. <laughs> we run into this problem yeah. a lot. <laughs> and sometimes he's like, don't look at my book. And I'm like, as if I could read it. Yeah. If I- <laughs> uh, no worries. Whoa. Can you change my mind with a really good perception roll? Maybe. Or a really good persuasion roll? <laughs> Not likely. Let's see. He's like, nope. change my mind. Sure can't. Just roll Make me this. believe. Ooh, where is it? Four? It's there somewhere. It's a one. A s- yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I saw a seven. Nope. So I, I was like, seven. oh, it's not so bad. It wasn't a seven. Um, it was, in fact, a one. All gardens look the same covered in vomit. That's the yeah, saying, that's right? That's the saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's the one. <laughs> you got yeah. it. It's deep. Hits the back of Baron. I can't remember his real name now. <laughs> Baron von Mayer. Jacek. Jacek. Mayor Baron. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, hello, I'm Malik. I'm Jamie. And this is World Gone Wrong, where we discuss the unprecedented times we're living through. Can your manager still schedule you for night shifts after that werewolf bit you? My ex-boyfriend was replaced by an alien body snatcher, but I think I like him better now. Who is this dude showing up in everyone's old pictures? My friend says the sewer alligators are reading maps now. When did the kudzu start making that humming sound? We are just your normal millennial roommates processing our feelings about a chaotic world in front of some microphones. World Gone Wrong, a new fiction podcast from Audacious Machine Creative, creators of Unwell, a Midwestern Gothic mystery. Learn more at audaciousmachinecreative.com. Find World Gone Wrong in all the regular places you find podcasts. I love you so much. (laughs) I mean, you could like up the energy a little bit. You could up the energy. I actually don't take notes. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You sounded great. So did you. (laughs)